It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes! Welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blocker. Be joining me today as he does every single Tuesday for the Charlie Tuesday segment. Charlie 5, Auburn message board legend. What's going on, dude? What's up, man? I'm just uh, jacked. Absolutely jacked to talk to you right now. Man, so how... Let's, let's get after it. Yeah, dude. I mean, we've uh, we've been doing this for a long time, but I don't think you've been on during the season, right? I haven't. I haven't. Uh, first, we, This is big. This is big. So the first time we came on was right after uh, Harson got hired, and this is it's, everything is built up. It's just built its way up to, to, to this show. The first post-game... Charlie, Charlie Tuesday. Tuesday. There and it I'm, is. I'm I'm super jacked. Super give me jacked. a give me a nice overreaction from uh, Saturday night, please. Uh, I've already looked at uh, tickets to um the playoffs, so I've already I've already looked at uh looked at what they cost. I did the whole uh, looked at some airline tickets, so um I'm I'm I'm, I'm already planning ahead. So the team the team looked so good, and I talked about this a little bit yesterday. I'm tired of Auburn fans feeling the need to add the caveat. Well, it was Akron. So, so it was Akron. Uh, stop it. It stop was it. Akron. Like, yeah. Auburn has not looked yeah. that good against a cupcake ever. Ever. What? At least under the Malzahn era. Uh, they looked that good against Arkansas, but that's been about it. And so right. I, I, I don't feel this need. Like, I don't understand this need that we have to just beat ourselves up and to not just be like pumped about an awesome accomplishment. I mean, that's yeah, some yeah. of the best quarterback play that we've seen since 2010. And uh, I broke mean, the uh, he just broke the um, single game pass completion record. I, you didn't know that. I don't know if you knew that. I, I didn't know that. But there's just a ton of things. I mean, it's the first one for Harson. It's the hundredth season opening win in the history of the program. A lot of really exciting things happen Saturday night. The future looks very bright at running back. We've get we've got the whole season with a three headed monster of Tank Bigsby, Sean Shivers, and Jarquez Hunter. And then we get Hunter and Tank next year as well with um, with, with several other guys coming in as recruiting class. Damari, I mean, yes. it, it, I mean, it's just there's a lot to be excited about. You For know, sure. all of these receivers are going to get a ton of experience this year. They're all going to be coming back with the exception of Shedrick and Demetrius Robertson. I mean, there's a ton of things to look at for Saturday and get excited about. And so if you want, Auburn media, you know, if you want to tune in for us to downplay that, we're not going to because Absolutely we believe not. it's a big deal. It's going to happen Saturday. It, it is a huge deal. And it's going to happen again Saturday against Alabama State. And then if you want to say that the litmus test is Penn State, it always has been. That has not for changed. Sure. But there's right. still information that we can get against Akron and information that we will get this Saturday against Alabama State to get us ready for Penn State. That's the way it's always been. That has not changed. Don't feel the need to justify it. Or explain yourself. All right, right. I, I just wanted fans, to get out. I just wanted to start. You had to get start that out. Yeah. yeah sometimes all fans, we we try to battle. We have to battle with this sort of like inferiority complex, where it's like we know something bad's going to happen, so we kind of try to downplay all things. But here's here's what I liked about Saturday, and, and it got me, it gets me really excited for the future, and in even more games like this. Okay. Number one, we handled business. Right. 
early. We got in, we put the game away early, and we were out of there. Right. Okay. Number two, the second the you, you bring the off the starting offense out for the first drive of the second half. Then TJ uh, goes in and he gets to play with the first team offensive line, right? Which is big. He gets a drive with the first team offensive line. That shows number two that we are we have a coach right now who knows how to manage a roster and develop talent and get the sees the importance of putting a team away so he can get new guys in there and get them game experience because you never know what could happen. Bo could go down. TJ got some great experience. He led a touchdown drive. Uh, his first drive ever as an Auburn Tiger. Right. And, I mean, y- we saw numerous uh, folks play the whole second half. I mean, stuff like that is stuff we're not used to seeing. We're used to seeing jerking around for two and a half quarters. Uh, so we'll be, de- be in, doing stupid turnovers, this, that, and the other. And then right. we'll just eventually just run the ball late until we put the game away. And then nobody gets in until, like, the fourth quarter. And all you're doing then is you're just running the ball again. Right. So – uh, it's it's um it's exciting to see uh, a game like this that played out the way that great teams finish these games out. Right. You you with so many different people touching the ball, so many people having success. Um, I I enjoyed the crap out of it, not necessarily for just the sixty to ten outcome, but seeing the variety of plays. Uh, the the format, all the different formations on both sides of the ball, Pre-stab all the different motions. Guys. I mean, there's a ton of different things Love going it. on that uh, that is just like, wow. I mean, it's um, I mean, it's symbolic of of change of this new era that we're about to watch Auburn football go through, and I think it's going to be a fun one. I I really do. And something that you were listening, I expected you to list this in just a second, but and maybe you were going to, and I cut you off. But I wanted to talk about this yesterday, but Lindsay and I ran out of time. I love that when Auburn got into the red zone, they just the, – the quickest way to get somewhere is a straight line. <laughs> and, boy, oh. there was like we're in a situation where we can run it and, and get in there. So let's don't do anything cute. Let's don't do anything fancy. Let's don't do anything, you know, any kind of trickeration. Let's just, let's just win the line of scrimmage and go. Now, is that going to change down the line when that we face bigger defensive lines? Maybe. I kind of have a feeling it's not going to. But I loved seeing that. I loved seeing three tight ends trot out on the field, and then we ran straight into your face and, and yes. punched it in. And that got me that got me jacked. And on the second touchdown drive, uh, we, we did it, and it was a gr- another great play, but we got a holding call. We were just lining up right. and just ready to just bash them, and Tank made a great play and got a kind of a silly little holding call. But like like you said – we got inside the we got inside the red zone and we just started pounding people's face and right. I love it. I yes. love every bit of it. No nothing tricky. Another thing, this is something else. This is tiny, but I hated our run game before, like the last eight years. And what, what I mean by that is everything was a read, like a zone read type play. It was slow developing, or at least it looked we, like a read. Yeah, it looked like a read. I, I don't think read. many of them were yeah. reads actually. But no, we'll absolutely not, absolutely yeah. not. But it gave the illusion of a read. These these running plays hit fast. Right. So like Tank is getting downhill quick, and I love. I, I mean, quick hitting runs were uh, predetermined. You know, lanes like typical you know pro style offenses are, so to speak. 
liming getting downhill, finishing blocks. It's none of this slow developing, leave a guy unblocked and no pop you know. him in the mouth and go. No, yeah, no, and I love quick. I love I mean Tank's first touchdown run is exciting for sure, but Shivers, not his touchdown catch, but his touchdown run. He gets the ball. It's an under center play. He takes two steps. It looks like he's supposed to go right. And it's it, the a hole opens up to his left. And so he does this subtle cutback and it fooled the defense because they over pursued. And then, you know, he's just faster than everybody else to get to the end zone. But it's just you're giving guys a chance to succeed. And that was the coolest thing to me. And that was the first thing I noticed when I was in high school and I watched Cam Newton. But the way he threw the ball and the way Cam ran the offense is he gave dudes opportunities to go up and get it and for guys to succeed. That's what was so cool about that offense in 2010 before, you know, folks adjusted. And and obviously you have Cam, so it changes things. But that's something that stood out to me Saturday is guys are being put into situations to succeed. And that's not something that we've seen at Auburn in the last five years or so. I think 2014... And then some of 2017 were really the only time since then that we've been able to see that. For sure, for sure. Um, another, this is this is simple too, but like uh, Kobe Hudson's touchdown play that where he looks so natural. Um, natural wide receiver. Natural wide receiver. Our our routes. Every route is an option. Right. Like every route is actually could actually catch the pass. Like has an opportunity to make the play. It's beautiful. This, and and that touchdown pass, I believe if you watch Bo, I think Kobe was at least his at least the second read, possibly the third read. And he went, he went boom, boom, ripped it down the middle. Uh, but clearly, and, and and another thing is if that's last year, Kobe's probably not even looking for the ball because he he knows the ball's not coming to him. Yeah, if you know he's not I mean? the first or the second guy, it's just, you know, you're just out there as a decoy. But that's right. so much of like when you create a passing pattern as an offensive coach, everything has a purpose. And you're taught, yes. okay, this is the first read on the play. This is the second read. And there's a lot that goes into that. But the reason that there are certain first reads on plays is because, one, the coach is guessing that's going to be what's open. But also, if you're the quarterback, when you watch that first read and it's not there, you get information. And it's like, okay, if he's covered, then that this means they're de- running this defense, right? So and then you react. Kobe's gonna, exactly. Kobe should be open on. Kobe should be open. In other words, in other words, I understand why we called this play yes. against this defense. I understand everything about it, other than hey, this is the play where I just throw it to Kobe, or this is the play where I throw it to so and so. Right? No, this is this is. Whatever we call the play, yes. XYZ, whatever I like the seventy two different seventy two different things they call the play. Right, and I know that if my first read is covered this certain way, that means they're in this defense, and I know this bro is going to be open over here. Right, because of that, and I'm going to rip it to him. And they did it all. They did it all night. He right. checked down uh, a couple of times uh, to the tight end to tank right. and. Man, it just looked like a real offense. It looked I great. Mean, it looked like a real offense, and they handled business. It looked great. Absolutely. Um, all right, so a lot of things looked great Saturday night, including tailgating was fun, but not all tailgates um, are created equal. And just kind of looking at it, you can tell which tailgates went to Frisky Whiskey and which ones didn't. Um, the, the winners of the tailgate definitely went to Frisky Whiskey. And so you've got time. You've got time as you prep for Saturday's tailgating against Alabama State. 
go over to Frisky Whiskey. It is uh, just, you know, about 15 minutes or so from Auburn Opelike. If you're coming in from Atlanta, it's even easier. It's off of I-85. Just type it in in your phone's GPS. And the deals that you will get when you're in there, it is so, so beneficial for you to go in there. 10,000 square feet of selection. Charlie Five, yeah. you've been there. You've experienced it firsthand. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's just a night and day difference. So head over, check out our friends at Frisky Whiskey. Also, Today's show brought to you by our friends at Sweatblock. Look, it's hot out there. It's hot. We, uh, the, the vast majority of the listeners and viewers here uh, are, are in the South. It is, a, it is a toasty time of year. Well, Sweatblock can help you with all that. You don't have to worry about ruining your shirts. You don't have to worry about your appearance. And it's only something that you've got to do. It takes a few seconds, and you've only got to apply these wipes once a week under your arms. It's uh, doctor recommended. It's doctor created. Works for up to seven days. Uh, seven days. So, uh, very, very cool stuff. All you have to do is go to sweatblock.com. And in fact, if you go there right now, you can get 20% off. All you have to do is use promo code locked on. Promo code locked on for 20% off at sweatblock.com. Charlie Five on a Charlie Tuesday here with you. Something I want to talk about now is we talked about, you know, how good Auburn looked, how crisp they looked. Most teams in the SEC did not. Most teams in the SEC really, really struggled. And then also other folks that are on Auburn's schedule. I think every Auburn fan, pretty much all of them, they were watching Wisconsin-Penn State on Saturday. And I changed my pick. All summer, I've been like, I'm picking Penn State. I am officially changing that. I'll give a score prediction towards the end of next week. But Auburn is going to go to Penn State, and I think they're going to win. Because, look, you can't teach a defense how to successfully tackle in the span of, you know, just a few weeks. I mean, the arm tackling and all that, and then just the turning it over in the red zone and things like that. I I just think we're going to see Auburn really go up there and take care of business now. I was not impressed with Penn State. They won. They beat a pretty good Wisconsin team. But, man, they uh, I don't feel like either of those teams deserve to win after watching it. It was a very sloppy football game. I agree, and I did not realize. I think their offensive coordinator is—is is it Mike Yersich? If, if if I'm not mistaken, yeah, he's their offensive coordinator. If you remember, Auburn was going was looking at trying to hire him when I think they hired Chip Kelly, and Mike Yersich is a very Mike Chip Leach. Lin- Chip Lindsey. Yeah, Chip Lindsey. Sorry, sorry, Chip Lindsey. Mike Yersich is a uh, Mike Leach type of uh, offensive coordinator. It's hmm. really air raid and uh they are not anywhere near ready for that year one uh they they don't have i don't feel like they have the skill to be able to pull that off and the more i watched it i was like oh my god we're gonna smother we're gonna absolutely smother this team um with uh our our d our immense amount of talented dbs and this that and the other their offense was not impressive and it was supposed to be different this was supposed to be different you know right. we're not going to be the old Penn State we're going to be different and I didn't really realize I didn't realize that was their offensive coordinator so I'm like you that got me more excited uh more excited for that game that you know it was it's they they coined it as a big one of those big 10 you know physical games but it wasn't really that physical it was more like lack of, I feel like it was just like lack of execution on both sides the yeah. whole the whole night it was not very I just don't feel like it was just super, you know, hard hitting and this, that, and the other. It just was sloppy. It was ugly. It was an ugly game. No, I mean, and, it wasn't uh, like uh, it wasn't like Georgia and Clemson. I mean, every every single tackle in that game was. Um, I mean, it's like a little explosion went off. But 
Yeah, right. I mean, watching Penn State Wisconsin, it was very much um, they'd move it and get into the red zone, and then somebody would miss a kick, or they would yeah. fumble it, or make a, a really bad decision, and you know, force a turnover. You know, a lot of mental mistakes. And that's something that we've seen Auburn do a million times, right? It's like, okay, can you limit the mental mistakes and can you not beat yourself? And that was something that Harson talked about in his Monday press conference where he's like, you know, we didn't really make any mental mistakes, and that's a good thing. Right. And that's something that you look throughout the league and throughout college football, but we'll just talk about the SEC here. Auburn, as far as execution goes, was probably the second-best team on Saturday. Just from a strictly right, execution, not a talent, you know, not projecting the rest of the season, but strictly for execution. I think it was Alabama against Miami. I think, and then I think it was Auburn against Akron. And for sure, I don't think you could put Georgia up there, but just because their offense nope. couldn't get anything it's going. Trash, yeah, right. So, so I want to go. I want to throw back real quick. I got a question for you. When's the last time you remember us doing a whiteout? Do we do whiteouts very often? I don't think we're good at the coloring out thing. Okay, but we've never okay, been good cool. at it. We've done the blue before, and that's been the most successful. Anytime we do white or orange, it just it seems like it's a mess to me. Okay, so here's my question. Okay. Did we did we do the white out against Akron to prepare for the visual of the Penn State game? Is Harson playing 4D chess right now? I'm just wondering. What do you think about that? Did that blow your mind? My mind is blown. <laughs> I thought about that. Uh, I had a, a couple of friends I, that we, we were talking about it. Like, when do we? I don't. We all, we never do white. We always do blue or orange. We do a white out the first game of the year against Akron, not on TV. It's on ESPN Plus. I think Carson is playing 4D chess right now. Holy cow! I don't know what to say and right now. I have chills. I have chills right now. The man is thinks of everything. I'm just gonna go. I'm crediting that to him. He's getting us ready for the visual of seeing the wide out at Penn State. Uh, so I'm just. I thought about that. Wow. I was going to mention it earlier and forgot. I just want to throw that bomb in there on you and drop it. And let's see what see what we think. We have to record the rest of the show after that. Let I us mean, know what you I'm, think, it, folks in the Discord. If you're watching on YouTube, one please subscribe it means a ton and, and like the video. But leave a comment. Do you think Harson's playing 4D chess right now? I think he is. I'm all in. I'm buying that. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Let us know on Twitter as well. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's crazy to think about. That's crazy to think about. All right, I want to talk about the the start of the season real quick. But uh, first things first. This show brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. Right now, so you can see all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV. All you have to do is write Locked on Auburn in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. We're live low prices and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Also, today's show brought to you by betonline.ag. You can get a 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Um, all you have to do is use promo code LOCKEDON. That is at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so... Neither of us were high on what we saw from Penn State. Right. And then, obviously, the next obstacle is you got to go on the road to LSU, which LSU went on the road to the Rose Bowl and really struggled against UCLA. Um, in fact, they lost. And so, a lot of folks... I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there, and I'm not the first person to do this, but I'm doing it on a, on this platform. This is my bold, this is my bold prediction. Auburn is going to go down to LSU and win by three scores. And Ed yes. Orgeron will get fired the next day. Think of that quick. That yeah. would be that. I mean, I think we go in and uh, absolutely destroy him. I don't know if he he. 
I don't know. Are they big fire people in the middle of the year kind of guy? Yeah, you know what? Those those they, crazy. Those they were Cajuns, with less, they may, right? They may pull the trick. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They did, and that's why Orgeron was the interim. That's right. So that is a uh, that is a bold pick, and I totally could see it happen. LSU looked just just disgusting. They looked awful. They gave up so many. The, the biggest thing was it, that total yardage doesn't look terrible. UCL, UCLA only had like, I mean, 470 yards. That's not great to give up, but it's not like just completely awful. But explosive sure. plays, explosive plays, they just gave them up in bunches. <laughs> you know, somewhere around like 10 or 12 uh, plays over 25 yards. Right. And, bro – if you if you let if you give that if you're giving that up to this offense right now the way they looked against Akron um, you're gonna have um, you're gonna have a long night I believe I, I feel like and I've never been a Max Johnson guy he is he just looks so like so. Unath, unathletic and uh, stiff and I, I I just and his arm is not that impressive either um, I, I I just don't see it I don't see it with LSU at all I. I haven't watched a whole lot of Max Johnson. I didn't realize he was left-handed. I just didn't know that. Yeah. If you uh, if you're a left-handed quarterback and you're going to start him, it they better be good because if not, it just like there's just so much you have to change in your offense. And yeah. I mean, from I mean, you have to essentially flip it. So I um I don't know. I don't know. I I, I just don't see it. I didn't see it all off season. I don't see it now. We'll see though. Um, Mississippi State looked really bad. They Terrible. lost, didn't they? Did they end up losing? No, they somehow miraculously they came back and okay. won. Uh, La Tech had a chance to kick a field goal to win, and dude hit, kicked it. It was a forty-yard field goal, and I think That's he right. kicked it 17, 17 yards. Yikes! Um, but yeah, so it's like yo, I know Gordy Texas was locked on SEC. They picked um, he he picked Mississippi State to beat Auburn. I'm like, I'm just not buying that. I'm not buying that. Yeah, A and M's a good one. Yeah, go ahead. Haynes King threw three picks against. Uh, against um Kent State they uh they had a bunch of yards and they had a bunch of points I say for 41 points but uh they had um four total interceptions they threw four total interceptions five total turnovers so four interceptions and a fumble uh it was uh that's sloppy man that's right. sloppy uh, and yeah. Kent State is you know whatever they're whatever. Florida looked terrible. I thought right, um, but people are giving Auburn a tough time for dominating Akron. It's like okay, like Akron's yeah. probably worse yeah, than those teams, but like took care of business. That's the important handled thing. business. Yeah, handled business. Right. So yeah, I mean, I think legitimately, we. I mean, I, it's. I don't feel like it's a big stretch to say we could be uh, five and zero oh going into with Georgia coming into town. And I'm not confident. That. That Georgia's offense is going to be great. Like, if Auburn no. can score 28 points against Georgia, that is a totally winnable game. And weird things happen during Hare Stadium. That's going to be, yes. I mean, the hype around that game is going to be ridiculous and tremendous. So we'll see. Uh, we're recording this Monday evening. So Old Miss Louisville hasn't started yet, but that's another one that could be interesting. You know, they're coaching, Lane Kiffin's not coaching in that game, last I heard. Um, right. So, like, that's an interesting situation. We'll see what happens there. The A&M thing is uh, Auburn is playing them so late in the season where it's like they're going to get everything figured out by then. So, like, I still think right. that's going to that's gonna be a tough win um, when it's For all sure. said and done. They're going to figure things out. But 
I think Auburn fans should be really happy with what happened over the weekend. A lot of things Absolutely. helped their favor, whether it was other people struggling or, you know, Auburn just kind of looking sharp and crisp. There's there's a lot to like. So don't feel like you have to add caveats to things to be proud of your team. To all the Auburn fans watching and listening, it's okay to be excited. It's okay. I'm For giving sure. you permission to be excited. I mean, you score uh, six to or five or six to uh, the only uh, you scored six drive st- touchdowns on six out of seven drives. Yes, but the 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 one was a uh, field goal. Hey, we call a timeout at with a minute fourteen seconds left, and then let Bo take you down the field and get in the field goal range. What I mean, who was that guy? Oh boy. I mean, it oh was great. Way to go, Bo. Way to go. That's that's real football. That's what that's what you do when you play real football. You you call timeouts at the end of halves to try to you know right go go score because you right. get the ball back. So it's like a double double possession. Did uh, you see sure. UCF Boise last Thursday? Uh, yeah. Malzahn got the ball with like a minute left, and like they went down and scored. And it's like, where was that? Where was that for eight years? Like. You're but like, he ran it. He like he didn't do anything. Like they broke a run or like something to get. You know what no, I mean? Dude, like, they threw it. Any, no, they threw it down the field. I don't remember that. I don't. Oh, that was that at the end of the game or the end of the first half? End of the first half. It was at the end of the I first. Half. I remember they broke a long run because, and then they started doing stuff, which is which is kind of like one of his what he was always ridiculous. Known for. But if you're yeah. if you've got Alabama like and you're at Bryant Denny. That that's when it was like, okay, guys, what are you doing? This is like they kneeled it out and then punted it. It's like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? <laughs> Charlie Five, where can people find you and hear you, my friend? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five. You can find me on AuburnLive.com, the corner message board, yep. or Auburn two four seven Sports, the body get aboard, or daily, wherever you get a podcast, the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Awesome. Awesome. No, you guys have done a great job with that. It's been fun to follow. Thanks, dude. All right. Thanks. Follow me on Twitter at Z Black. Be on Twitter at Locked on Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow for a War Report Wednesday right here on Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.